Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing us and talking about all the Avengers news and some Disney live-action remakes. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how you doing? I am doing good, man. How you doing? I'm doing really well. Um, as you can kind of hear from Ozzy's uh, end of things, we might have some background noise, as per usual, but it is what it is, and we deal with it. Uh, it's been a while since we've had a podcast. Um, I, I, we were on break, and then it just snowballed from there. Sorry, it is what it is. Again, we power forward, but... Joining us on our return, because we are back, and Brianna's back. Brianna, how you doing? Uh, I'm good. <laughs> you excited for this episode? Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Uh, yes, I am. Yeah. If, uh, if the pre-recording discussion was any <laughs> indication of what's to come, there's going to be a lot of drama. Drama? <laughs> That's one way to put it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of intrigue. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, we, uh, we're going to start with the review. Um, and then we're going to go to the Disney thing, and then we'll finish with some Avengers stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm very thankful that you're on, because Ozzy did not see us, um, unfortunately. So I was going to review it myself, and I was like, this is not the movie no. I want to review myself <laughs> at all. Um, so I needed somebody on, and I was thankful that you saw it and were available, uh, even <laughs> though we had to reschedule this recording. Thankfully, you were still available, so thank you for that. Uh, but yeah, let's get into this movie, and we'll probably have a small spoiler section because... This is not a movie you can talk about without yeah, discussing the ending. It's really hard, okay? So I mean, uh, we'll give you a warning when we get there, but... Um, we are going to get there eventually, just be warned. Time codes in the description as per usual. Um, this movie, I think overall, is really good. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's weird. It takes a turn that makes... It's one of those movies that keeps you talking after it's over. And oh, I appreciate sure. those. Uh, as you know, uh, you posted something, I think, on Facebook the other day about Mother, and I was like, yeah, she's watching it again. <laughs> that was an, the great example of a movie that keeps you, whether you liked it or not, it keeps you talking about it. For sure. After you saw it. This is another one of those movies where I don't think it's as crazy and out there as Mother. No. It's, it's, it's out there, but it's not that out there. That's why yeah. I was watching Mother again, because I went to see Us with a friend of mine who, she's not really a movie person, mm -hmm. but she walked out of the theater and she said, that was the second best movie I've ever seen. Okay. Given she's only seen like 40 movies. <laughs> okay. So she doesn't have a huge frame of reference. Yeah. But what she loved about it was that it was this movie that can keep you talking and works yeah. on multiple levels. Mm -hmm. And there's so much that goes into it. And so yeah. I was like, okay, well, if, if you like that, then yeah. you should see Mother. Yeah. And we went home that night yeah. and watched Mother. Oh. And so... Um, so, so that's why. Yeah, no, it's definitely, it's just another one of those movies that it's a great kind of discussion piece, which is uh, cool. I appreciate those. Um, as a, 
work by Jordan Peele again. I think he does a great job here as uh, his second time directing, and I believe he wrote this one again. Um, I, I think he's just extremely talented. I mean, there's no way to deny it at this point. The man's won an Oscar with his first movie and then goes on and does this with the second one. I think this is a really good follow-up. I don't think it's quite as good as Get Out, but it is just a great follow-up to um, an awesome movie from a couple years ago. But Brianna, what did you think of this movie overall? Um, I thought it was very effectively creepy. The mm -hmm. girl that I saw it with, she said that it was like terrifying. And I was like, I don't think it was terrifying. Mm, no. It was very effectively creepy. Yeah. Um, it definitely had an effective horror atmosphere mm -hmm. uh, that I really enjoyed. Yeah. And it definitely was tense and it kept you wondering exactly how things were going to progress and what was going on. This um, movie does not go how I expected it at all. <laughs> no, it's not one that you... It's not predictable. Not at all. <laughs> um, but there were some things I could see coming. And uh, the biggest problem I think I have with it is its conclusion. Really? Okay. Yeah. You just don't think it adds up? Um, I think that if... if We'll talk about it when we yeah, get we there. Yeah, we can, right, we'll, we'll get there we'll eventually. See. But yeah, um, let's dive fully into positives here. I've talked about Jordan Peele's uh, directing, and I, I do think it's well written. I think, well, to, on some level, I think the story is really intriguing. And I actually enjoy the end. I think it, it again, it gets you talking, and it might be more of the more of a situation where it gets you talking because maybe it doesn't quite add up completely. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean to say that... Um, yeah. I don't... I'm sorry. No, you're good. I don't mean to say that I disliked the ending. It's mm -hmm. just a matter of I have problems with sure. it that yeah. impact my opinion of the film overall. Okay. Yeah, um, and there's tons of theories about it, so, you know, there that plays into it as well. Um, I think there's some iffy dialogue and some chunky exposition that we'll, I'm going to talk about a little bit more. Um, but overall, I think it's well-written, well-directed. But to me, the the primary thing I want to talk about here is Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah. I, I mean, look, we should all bow down to Lupita <laughs> Nyong'o. She is incredible. She has always been incredible. Um, she, you know, she's an Oscar winner, of course. And then she goes and she... Every time, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, every time she is in a movie, she just draws your attention. Whether she's in, like, a minor role, whether she's in freaking Black Panther, you know, your eyes are drawn to her because she is that good. And I think this was a stage where she was able to kind of do something different, and she is so freaking good in this yeah. movie. I love Lupita. Um, and she just, it's a great performance from her. And if freaking Daniel Kaluuya or whatever, it's Daniel, right? Daniel Kaluuya can get nominated for Get Out, then freaking Lupita better be nominated for this movie, please. She's incredible in this movie. Um, uh, there, I rest my case. <laughs> Brianna, what are some positives you have? Oh, I definitely would agree that Lupita Nyong'o is pretty compelling. And it's very difficult when you're, I mean, not only is she playing, she's not just playing two characters. Mm -hmm. She's playing two variations of the same yes. character, which is an important distinction. Mm -hmm. And I always think it's interesting when actors are put in the position where they have to play, um, they're not just playing two characters, but they're they're specifically playing like layered mm -hmm. characters like in like in Face Off when John Travolta, <laughs> and I mean, not saying that that's like no, it, yeah, but you. like the example of you have Nicolas Cage who's playing John Travolta, 
playing this character. Yeah, <laughs> and so I, I, that is always fascinating to me and when it's uh, that kind of a situation. And so she's playing two variations of the same character, which is difficult, and you kind of have to be a pioneer in that area. And I think it's very effective. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really appreciated some of the comedy, and I don't, yes. I don't, oh, I don't mean in the same way that like, oh, they stopped the horror for a moment to say something that was funny, mm-hmm. but there are just some situations that are supposed to be horrifying yeah. that are also darkly comedic. Yes. And even though I wouldn't call it a comedy, it feels sub- kind of like a subversive horror comedy and not in the same way as like, uh, you know, yeah. your typical horror comedy, yeah. but they are just some situations where you find yourself kind of darkly laughing yeah. at, in spite of yourself. Yeah. And it, I thought that was yeah. so cool how he, how he could like so delicately weave those two things yeah. together. And that's all Jordan Peele. Like, honestly, like he, you know, he has to stitch those tones together and make them blend like that, like you were saying. And he does a great job with it. And you're right. It's so different. It's even different than something like uh, uh, It, right? Where there's funny moments in It, and that movie's not necessarily the scariest movie in the world, right? But it's a horror movie. But Yeah, it's definitely a horror movie. But as this, it's like, it's more interwoven into the situations as opposed to where it, it's more about the characters and them being funny. And they have to, like, yeah. stop the, the horror yeah. for a moment. Yeah. And, and it say works the, with say it. the thing funny. Oh yeah, no, no, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's more noticeable. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, okay, you're definitely stopping the horror here to lighten the tension momentarily yeah. and kind of get us rooting for the main character again. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this movie, it's they do that. They definitely do that. Mm-hmm. But it's also like some things are happening and they're just darkly comedic. And it's not like you don't feel like they're stopping the horror. Yeah. In order to reorient your feeling as as an audience member. It mm-hmm. feels like it's just really well blended together yeah. of like and I don't even mean that there are moments where like, oh, somebody says something that's funny and it works. I just mean that there are some situations that are so like uh out of the ordinary mm-hmm. that feel both like effectively tense yeah. and darkly comedic. That's so hard to pull off it and they is. Did it. Um, and that's not to say there aren't moments where the characters are just flat out funny because oh, yeah. Winston Duke is hilarious in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> as he's the a dad. dad. Yeah, <laughs> he's very funny. He's not just a dad; he's the dad. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, everyone was coming. Like honestly, one of the most talked about things, other than like obviously all the theories, because everyone was talking about theories about this movie and stuff like that. The second most talked about thing I saw about this movie was Winston Duke's thighs. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, we all he wears like, these, like super short, like or he wears boxers <laughs> at one point, and it's just everyone's like everyone's like, whoa, that man's <laughs> thick with two C's. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was uh, that was an experience as well, and they they do play up the comedy with that as well. Um, but yeah, Elizabeth Moss is in this movie, and she plays uh, like one of their friends, um, Kitty. Yeah. Uh, she she's pretty kind of annoying, but also like has some pretty good moments as well. And Tim Heidecker. Yeah. 
Why? I don't know. I mean, I'm not complaining. Yeah. He was, I think that's, like, he, like, he had one of the moments that was, like, effective. He had one yeah. of the moments that was effectively creepy and also pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I will never forget the image of him, like, squatting and walking and making pterodactyl sounds. Yeah. I was, it's, like, creepy, but it's also funny. Yeah. And you're like, that is why is he in this movie? Yeah, yeah, it's strange. Why? I mean, it's not confusing in a bad way. It no, doesn't yeah. detract from the movie, but it's like, but you're also like, why? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um, all right, do you, what other positives do you have before we move on to negatives? You have anything else? Um, I, I think just the creepy atmosphere. I mean, there's not a whole lot that like really scares me, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's a really distinct aesthetic also, I loved the music mm-hmm. in this oh, movie. Oh, yeah, the score is great. Absolutely. Yeah. The song that's in the trailer, that mm-hmm. was one of the things that really got my attention in the trailer was mm-hmm. the f- really effective use yeah. of music. And it works really well in this movie as, as well. And so um, it it did a lot to uh, contribute to the atmosphere. Yeah. Um, and I think that's I think that's pretty much everything. Oh, yeah. Um, to, to sum that all up, Lupita, yes. Jordan Peele, yes. Unpredictable, mostly story, yes. Uh, good movie. All right, moving on to some negatives, though, because we do have to talk about some negatives. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned it before. I think that there are literally, I can think of two th- scenes in my mind that completely stick out as just flat-out exposition dumps. Like, they literally just wanted to explain what was happening to you. And I understand that this is a weird enough world that you kind of need something like that, but it was a little bit too much for my, especially the second time that I was like, okay, like why we don't stop explain, like find a better way to explain this to me. Like, I don't know. It didn't quite work for me. Um, that That's the first thing that pops into my mind. What, what negatives do you have though? Well, it feels like there are a few elements of this movie that are just there for the audience as opposed to making sense canonically. Mm-hmm. The biggest problem that I have is pretty spoiler okay. intensive. So just the the conclusion. Okay. Uh, and not that it doesn't work, because I think it does work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think one of the big things is, like, it's one thing, like, in Mother, one of the reasons I don't think that movie went over so well is because you're only supposed to interpret it mm-hmm. metaphorically. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there doesn't have to be kind of like an internal concrete logic mm-hmm. to the story. Cause yeah. definitely if that few, that's what you go in from, <laughs> if that's what you go in wanting from mother, you're going to be sorely yes. disappointed. <laughs> yes. Um, and the thing is this movie, you can turn, I mean, you shouldn't, but you can turn off your brain and just watch this movie as a movie and take mm-hmm. it at face value. But if you do, you're, you're probably going to have some questions. Yeah. Um, because they don't really like they take time to explain some things, mm-hmm. but not everything. Mm-hmm. And the fact especially that especially with the ending, yeah. they don't explain too much. <laughs> yeah, and also other important scenes, where, I mean, I guess it is one of those instances where you know you're supposed to talk about it afterward, but mm-hmm. it didn't it didn't work for me. Okay. Um, it didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so from a story perspective. It's interesting, the mm-hmm. rules that, the quote unquote rules that they set up. Yeah. But they're also not contiguous. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I'm curious because I, I think it's completely dependent on just how you just let this movie hit you, honestly. Like, for me, I honestly didn't have a problem with kind of the internal logic of the movie up until the ending. <laughs> but then again, that is what leads you to all the discussion about the movie at the end. And then, of course, you could talk about some of the thematic elements and what the movie is trying to say and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I, I saw one... Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt No, go again. for it. I saw one um, commentator on YouTube saying... If it doesn't make sense in the movie's universe, then you can assume that it's there for thematic reasons. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's dumb. Yeah. You shouldn't make your movie that way. Yeah. It should work on both levels. Yeah. Um, because, you know, you can either watch it one way or you can watch it the other way and you shouldn't have to mix them. Mm-hmm. And only mix them. Mm -hmm. Like, you, you shouldn't... Yeah. And so I, that was kind of frustrating. Yeah. I was like, that's you're putting way too much blind faith in Jordan Peele. Yes. And I mean, he deserves your respect because both of... He's got a pretty good track record, but you, yeah. know, you know who else had a pretty good track record in his <laughs> early career? M. Night. M. Night. That's what I thought you were going, so <laughs> going to jump on. I, I'm not saying <laughs> that Jordan Peele is the next M. Night. All I'm saying is that people are fallible. Yeah. And you can't just put blind faith in the director and mm -hmm. say, if it doesn't make sense in the movie, it's probably intentional and we just don't get it. And yeah. I was like, that's dumb. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and also, and I think I can be sometimes guilty of this a little bit. I try to control myself. Don't ever say to people, don't ever say to people that if you didn't like this movie, you just didn't get it. Yeah. That's terrible. Don't say that. Um, I don't think I've ever directly said that, but I think I've alluded to that and I shouldn't because it's just, it's not a good way to, it's not a good way to talk to people about movies. And I think that there's definitely people who are going to come out of this and say, I don't understand all the hype about this movie, blah, blah, blah. And you can disagree, but it's not because they didn't get it. They just, it just didn't there hit them the There are lots of reasons yeah, that you exactly. might not like this movie. Exactly. Um, now... Um, yeah, I, I, I really don't have too many negatives about this movie. I think um, it has some weird, like it slows down in the middle bit, or in the middle just a little too much for me, where there's like two distinct portions of this movie. Like there's the more of what you're getting in the trailer, like what you're expecting yeah. in the first half. And then it kind of goes in a completely different direction in the second half. And that's a pretty distinct switch. And I think it just... That there's something off about that switch for a second. Like there's a moment where they're all just kind of sitting around, and you're just like, yeah. I when I saw that, mm -hmm. I got, uh, I got the feeling, and I don't think this is what happened, but this is just how it like felt. The scene mm -hmm. was written. It was kind of like he had this image of a family uh, of doppelgangers trying to get into an original family's house, mm -hmm. and should we go, should go spoilers now? Uh, well, I mean, this is ha this happens yeah. in the trailer. Okay, fair enough. Um, and he didn't really know what what to do once they got in the house. Yes. And it was like, uh, I, I mean, I can see what thinking back on it from the perspective of the end, I understand it more. Mm -hmm. But when you're watching it through the first time, you're kind of like, all right, now they're in the house. Yeah. Now what? Exactly. And it's like that for a good five or ten minutes. Yes. Where you're like. I don't really feel like they like the the antagonists know what they're doing. Yes, um, and it picks up. Yes, but yeah, I agree with you there. Mm -hmm. um, and then 
the only kind of internal logic other than the ending that I kind of think that is bothers me a little bit is like it's so it's so spoilery. All right, let's let's go to spoilers. Let's go to spoilers. spoilers. All right, spoiler warning. Uh, if you, I think you should go see this movie. By the way, just go see it. That that's your recommendation. We'll rate it after the spoilers, but go see it. All right, let's go spoilers now. Uh, this is your warning. All right, so obviously it wasn't just the family. Sorry, Ozzy, I know you're still listening. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it wasn't just... You know he's not going to go see this movie. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't like horror movies. So um, it wasn't just the family that has the, do- the doppelgangers, right? Every other family, it seemed like they just like literally walked up to them, slit their throat, and that's it, boom, we're done. Whereas this family, it's like they... Not only do we have the exposition stuff, which makes sense in context of the ending, because of the things that are revealed, like, the, they sit there and she wants to explain it all because, like, she knows ab- about her and, like, there, there's there's a lot more going on in that situation. Yeah. But the, like, ba- she basically says, like, here, go chase each other. Like, she, like, it doesn't, uh, why, why are we playing, why do they, we have to play this, like, game of, like, you go get them for, because reasons? It like, doesn't. It doesn't make sense on the first watch through. Okay. But there are some interpretations of the ending that I think make that make more okay. sense. Like I think the the interpretation I've seen a lot of people point to is that the so the big spoiler yes. is that the mother, the original mother that is like uh has been above ground this whole time was actually is the doppelganger. Was was actually the doppelganger yes. and not just for the runtime of the movie but for most of her life. Yes. Um, you know, she went to the Santa Cruz Pier when she was little and she ran into herself and they switched places at that point and then she grew up and got married and had children and now the original is coming back for vengeance. Essentially, yes. And that's the interpretation that that I find is she kind of was leading this uprising and also getting her vengeance. Mm -hmm. And so it makes sense if she's like, this is the life I should have had. I'm going to mm-hmm. terrorize you a little bit before I kill you. Mm-hmm. When you're watching it the first time, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But you also don't really know what's going on. Exactly. And so you're, so you, I mean, you don't know the whole like tethering thing mm-hmm. yet. So you don't really know what their goal is, yeah. and that kind of contributes to the scene feeling directionless. Yes. I think, um, but on the second watch through, it makes more sense because you're yeah. like, okay, she's terrorizing them a little bit. I guess. It, it doesn't completely hold up to me. Like I I don't like it. Yeah. I, I, I Again, I am able to take and understand a little bit more of just her wanting to talk to the other version of her and be like, you know why I'm here. Yeah. I know why I'm here. And that, that whole conversation, I think that's ultimately the purpose of that conversation. But the stuff that annoys me is more like, I guess you're right. It's like she's trying to tear, but why? Like, I, I don't know. And if it's a vengeance thing, then sure. But uh, it didn't quite work for me. That, that's my last real negative there is that whole, like, why everyone else just gets their, their throat slit, essentially. <laughs> because it wasn't personal for anybody. Yeah, I, I get for, it. Yeah. And that kind of leads into my biggest negative okay. is when you watch a movie mm-hmm. uh, that has a twist ending like this movie does, when you go back and you watch the movie a second time, everything else should make even more sense. Yes. Now that you ha- now that you're watching it through that lens, I could name a couple movies where that do this 
flawlessly that I don't want to (laughs) spoil. But rest assured, there are movies that, like, once you view it through another lens, Mm -hmm. the lens of the ending, everything else makes more sense. And you can watch the movie five or six times and pick up on different things, different indicators Mm -hmm. of, like, oh... That's why this is happening. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it meant one thing the first time around. It means something else this time. With this movie, it feels like there are intentional misdirections that are cumbersome upon second viewing yes. because you're viewing it through the lens of the ending. Yes. That scene is one of them. The, uh, the line when, she's conf- when she goes down uh, the escalator... And she's confronting her past, or she's confronting her doppelganger, who's the original, mm-hmm. in the classroom. And the doppelganger, well, the original, who mm-hmm. has been living underground, says, why didn't you take me with you? Or you could have just taken me with you. That feels like intentional. Like that, I shouldn't have to do mental gymnastics in order to justify your character's actions. Yes. They should, your your reality, the reality is mm-hmm. that they switched places. Yes. And Everything that takes place before that is revealed should make should mm-hmm. be congruent with the ending, yeah. even if it doesn't make sense the first time around. Yeah. Have you seen this movie twice? No. Okay. Yeah, I I really want to watch this movie again because I completely agree with you. Yeah. And you have put that better than I ever have on this podcast, and I've definitely said something similar <laughs> before. Um, but yeah, I that is so so true because that happens all the time where movies just want to trick you for the sake of tricking you. Yeah. And that doesn't work you're not that's not that's so unjustified like it's it's uh, it feels unearned you know and and it feels you feel like you're you've been manipulated yes you feel like okay well how was i supposed to know what was really going on because you were you you weren't treating Mm -hmm. reality like it was reality the whole time and so it that was the biggest frustration i think no i want to watch it again because i want to see if it holds up i i honestly i don't know and you know we can look back on it in retrospect all we want but you know it it could be a completely different experience going back and rewatching it i don't know um so yeah i that's that's interesting but yeah i you know it say what you will about maybe it doesn't you know it doesn't make any sense and like there are scenes that don't quite work but he accomplishes goal because we're oh, yeah. sitting here talking about it. And everyone's talking about it. There's so many think pieces about this thing and what it means. And like, it's just, it's craziness. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't want to get too much uh, into the political side of things, but I won't ask uh, what you think this movie means and stuff like that. Oh, we could be, be an, here for hours. Yeah, that would be for another podcast, I think. Um, but yeah, I... I think there is a lot of stuff to chew on in that respect. But so. you know what I appreciated about this movie? Mm-hmm. It wasn't as straightforward as Get Out was. No, yeah, I Get agree. Out was very like, this movie is very clearly about X, Y, and Z. Yes. And you can talk about that point for a while, mm-hmm. but it has a pretty clear interpretation. Yes. Whereas this movie is like, you know, mm-hmm. there are a couple different ways you yeah. can take it. So one of them's political, one of them's social. Yeah. There's a and one of them's very personal, very yes. emotional. And so that's what I appreciate. That's, you know, that's one positive, yeah. I guess. I I would say that Get Out is better than this movie. For something we've been talking about and something you just brought up as well. Uh, yes, Get Out is very straightforward in what it means. But I think it gets more and more brilliant the more you look at the movie and the more you analyze its details. I think there is so much in the details of Get Out. Whereas this movie, I think maybe the more you examine it, the more it'll fall apart. Uh, well, it depends on what kind of details you're referring to because I've seen some people talking about the details of this movie and it's 
incredibly so ridiculous. I, um, I haven't seen it again. So well, <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen it yeah. again either, but I have been listening to video after video <laughs> on this movie. Fair enough. So, you know. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's certainly an interesting movie to talk about, but let's rate this movie and then we can have Ozzy join us for the rest of the podcast. Um, I am giving this movie, I'm going to give this movie a 9 out of 10 for Malaria. I really like this movie. I think this is a really good movie. Um, I, I think Jordan Peele is just awesome at this point. Like, I, I'm, I'm done doubting him. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think there's any reason to anymore. And Lupita just elevates this movie for me completely. Um, it might go down if I watch it again, and I will watch it again, so it's possible, but... For now, I'm really high on this movie, so what do you got, Brianna? I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. Just because I, I'm, i I don't know, the whole twist kind of, the and the lack of solid internal logic mm-hmm. really ruins it for me. Okay. Um, but, I mean, it's a solid seven. Yeah. Because everything else about it is so, it is, is solid. Yeah. So. No. I'm going to give it a solid eight. Shut um, up. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> You've been talking too much. You're reviewing it based on our reviews? <laughs> That's interesting. He's averaging our uh, reviews. Be, our ratings. You know, in between. Uh, uh, Ozzy, let me ask you something. Based on what yeah. we just said, will, are you interested in this movie? I know it's a horror movie. I mean, no. I mean, I've, I've, I've always been interested to watch it. I mean, I've actually, I mean, I even tried to watch it. I just had a bunch of things come my way. But yeah, I mean, I'm still planning on watching it. All right. Uh, Awesome. Yeah. It's it's not. It's uh, look. I took Gabriella, I'm my little sister, to see this movie. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I'm definitely interested to see yeah. it because I did really. I was really high on Get Out, so yeah. I am definitely interested to see what uh, what he pulls with us. Awesome. And I know you're high on uh, Lupita as well, so um, there's definitely a lot to look forward to there. But it is more oh, of a yeah. straightforward horror movie. Because yeah. you could call Get Out like a psychological thriller. Yeah, definitely. This is definitely more of a straightforward horror movie. Yeah, but it's not really that scary either. So It's I not terrifying, yeah. but it is creepy. Yeah, definitely. All right. Anyway. Well, let's move on. And we're going to talk, but we're going to finish with the Avengers stuff. So, you know, we'll, we'll get there. Trust us. We have a lot to talk about there. But we're going to start with um, an interesting subject, something that Disney's been doing for quite a bit now. And that's these live-action remakes. We have Dumbo coming out this weekend. Uh, By the time you're listening to this, you might have already seen it. Uh, We'll have a review up, hopefully, at the beginning of uh, next week. Um, And, uh, you know, that looks weird and interesting, and it's Tim Burton, so it could be fun, I guess. Um, But then we've had a long history of these at this point. So... What are your guys' opinions on these? Are you, like, we have a couple coming out this year, including Dumbo, we have Lion King, we have Aladdin, and then I know we have uh, Mulan at Mulan's some coming out at some point. Um, I know they're making a Maleficent 2 that's been announced. Yeah. Uh, so these things, they're going to keep churning them out, whether we like it or not. Yeah. So do you like it? Ozzy? <laughs> <sighs> I mean, like... Come on, I know you have a strong opinion on this. I have a strong opinion on them doing it specifically for Lion King. Okay. I I don't care. I don't care that Beyonce's in it. I don't care that Donald Glover's in it. I don't give a flying damn who's in it. It's a freaking classic that should not be touched. This is one of the movies that I feel like that that should not be touched. Like, I don't care. 
Like, put it to you like this. I love Pirates of the Caribbean, and they're rebooting that. That's fine. Why are we I'm touching surprised Lion to hear you King? say that, but okay. Why are we touching Lion King? It just blows my mind. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, mm. I mean... I, I, un- I don't understand. Me, yeah, go for it. That's just one of the untouchables for me. Yeah. And it's, so, I mean, Dumbo... I wouldn't have done Dumbo either. <laughs> it's like they're doing a completely different... Well, there's completely not... Completely different... Yeah. There's not you much know. to go off of from the original Dumbo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you eliminate the racism <laughs> and the dr- the drunkenness, there's not a whole lot left. The drunkenness is the best part. <laughs> <laughs> but they weren't going to do that. <laughs> no. It should have been done. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Not to drink. I, I look, I'm on the, I'm on the same page with you about Lion King. Um, but on a different, from a different angle, I, I don't think it's like an untouchable class. Like, uh, look, I love Lion King. I think it's one of the best movies ever made. I've said that before. It's the best. It's my favorite animated movie. It's probably the best animated movie ever made. I love it. But I don't think any movie is really untouchable when it comes to remakes. Um, but... Well, no, this movie is, in theory is, 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 is untouchable. Yeah, but... I can't... I mean, I can see somebody down the line remaking Godfather. Yeah. But it shouldn't be remade. Ozzy, let me ask you a question. Are you angry about the Lion King sequels? I'm upset about Lion King one and a half. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should be way Sorry. more upset about the Lion King sequels. And like, I'm upset... At the Disney Channel Lion King, that I've heard that they had. <laughs> okay, I was but just like, this makes no sense. You, but okay. Lion King Two isn't bad. Lion King Two isn't that bad. Okay, but it's not that bad. well, but can you? How respectful <laughs> is a sequel that's not bad to an original film that is quote unquote untouchable and legendary and the best animated film ever made? How because they're trying to that? bring because they're trying because I didn't I didn't necessarily think that the second that the second movie uh, for uh, for the, for instance the second movie I mean we're talking about characters that are beloved so I mean I didn't necessarily mind them attempting to make sequels based off of those characters like we the all, same I mean, characters at least when, the remake yeah, is the same characters n- no but I mean it's different from a remake because I mean I'm not having the same people voice these characters I'm not having the same voice actor one of voice them is the same. yeah one of them yeah. is the same my dude Earl Jones just play, is replaying uh, is replaying Mufasa which is which is awesome yeah I don't I'm see how they could have the done same. that any differently yeah. yeah but I'm not seeing the same guy I forgot the actor's name I'm not seeing the same guy Matthew play Broderick. Scar Oh, yeah. Jeremy Irons. Yeah, yeah that Jeremy is kind Irons of a loss. Yeah. Jeremy Irons uh, I'm is. I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing the same people who were Timon and Pumbaa play Timon and Pumbaa. They're completely different people. That's almost so, I mean, better for though. Me, no, I don't think it's better. I don't I, think I no. don't. Okay, it's better than a sequel because a sequel has way more potential to ruin the first film than a remake That's does. Very true. At the very least, you can forget that the remake exists. There's no retconning that takes place. They're in a different universe. Yeah, but I mean, I respect the sequel a lot better than a remake due to the fact Why? that the sequel, because the sequel is at least attempting to continue a story. And the sequel, and you're still doing something original with the sequel. The stakes are so much mind. higher, though. This is turning into a remake. I mean, I don't really. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> the stakes are higher, but I mean, I respect, I respect somebody at least doing, or at least attempting to make a sequel, at least attempting to make a really good sequel, than just rebooting it and having like a few little differences. Um, what if, 
The Lion King 2 or Lion King 1 and a half had complete... I mean, Lion King 1 and a half did kind of provide more of a backdrop. And it did. And, uh, and but it did my, provide a backdrop. But, but I mean, I respect it for at least attempting to bring more 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 of a more of a light towards Timon and Pumbaa because they are side characters that are heavily loved. I mean they're I mean they have some of the best animated chemistry that we've ever seen across an animated feature before. So I mean for me, yeah, it wasn't as good as I would have liked it to be, but at least but I respected the the idea that they had for at least trying to give these them a particular sequel to the movie and at least viewing it from their perspective because i do find that idea fascinating that they went about it from looking at it from timon and pumbaa's side of things and yeah like it wasn't what i expected it or wanted it to be but it was still an interesting idea it was still a good premise so i don't think that takes away from necessarily the premise of the of, of the film but i mean execution Sure, I mean, it would have been, yeah, it, it, it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. But, I mean, again, I'm, I'm still sticking with the fact that I respect a sequel way more than an actual reboot. All right, I think we're going to yeah. have to disagree. Uh, Agree to disagree. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm i not looking forward to the movie either, okay? Well, I don't want to say I'm not looking forward to it, but I... I'm not. I'm annoyed that they're making it for a completely different reason. Yeah, I don't really. No, I agree. I don't really <laughs> yeah. understand why they're doing it. Yeah, it's just. It feels kind of just like, why? Like, I. It's why are we doing it? A quote unquote live action. Like, what? It's not live action. First it's not. of all, um, it's going to be like this photorealistic CGI or whatever, and like that's cool. But you know, like, I don't know. Like, is it? it maybe the visuals will blow me away, and I'll be completely in awe of this movie. I don't know. But based on what I've seen, it just looks like a, you know, like, cool. It's like a, basically, a, the best of Pixar animation. Like, I don't know. Like, what's the point? It just feels, like, weird to me. Like, animated movies, if you're not going to make it live action, then what's the point of remaking it? Like, I understand you're updating the animation, but it's like... Animation doesn't really age that poorly, to be honest. Well, that's arguable. Okay, fair enough. But, but uh, like, cell animation doesn't really age. Yeah. Computer-generated animation definitely ages. But um, I think that's Lion King remake in particular. Most of their remakes are are live action. Yeah. And I think that's where that's where the real discussion is. Okay. So I, I'm, I generally don't have a problem with it. Lion King is the sticking point for me where I'm just like, that one feels weird to me because it's not live action. So, But you don't like that they're doing live action remakes at all, is what you're saying. Well, I mean, I don't mind it. I think mm. what, uh, what I personally like to see is I like to see... Uh, I, I like different versions of the same thing. Mm. And I know that that's like not... Uh, that's not a great... You know, people are going to say that I'm like, oh, I'm a stick in the mud. But I actually like to see the same material done again. Where I have a problem with it is when they try to ret or when they try to like approach it from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. From, you know, like in, I mean, I guess in Maleficent, it's different because they were telling it from a different perspective mm -hmm. and they were telling a different story. Mm -hmm. But like when they remake, uh, I don't know. It's it's difficult for me to get into, I yeah. guess. But I I also um, it kind of comes across as tone deaf. Mm -hmm. This Aladdin remake is really coming across as tone deaf. Yeah. 
with the whole the Aladdin thing is complicated. Yeah. I like the Aladdin. I mean, the Aladdin. It, it ultimately, to me, the Aladdin just Aladdin just doesn't look good, and that's unfortunate. It doesn't look good. So Aladdin's and, like and one of my another, favorite. We all know why. Another, we all know why another, that is. Yeah. So another classic that may be butchered because I mean, yeah, the original is still there, but it's just like you know. I mean, I think the only positive of a reboot is the fact that it makes me want to just watch, watch the original that crap, the off of me and just watch the. <laughs> All original. right, I guess I have to be like the <laughs> defender of remakes here. All right, no, no, I mean, I get it. I get Seth it. Rogan playing Pumbaa. I'm so excited like... for the Adams Family reboot that's coming yeah. out later this year. <laughs> I'm psyched for that, and I love. Uh, I think remaking it was an incredible, yes. that was a stroke of genius. But the thing is that doesn't come across as tone deaf because it doesn't try to achieve the same thing as the original. Mm -hmm. If you try to, if you try to walk in this, in the footsteps of the original, um, but you, I, I mean, I don't know. It's a fine line. Cause I mean, it's too fine of a line. It is because, okay. The, yeah. I, sorry to interrupt you, but the, they're damned if they do, damned if they don't with, yeah. with these movies. Because if they do it too similar, then they're going to have people saying that these movies are just remakes of the original that are literally the exact same thing shot for shot. And, like, why are you doing this? It's pointless. And then if they change it up, then they have people going, this, you butchered it. You, this, you ruined this movie. Look how they massacred my boy. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's just, it's... You're going to have people complaining no matter what. And to me, I lean more on the side of don't do a shot-for-shot shot remake. I don't need that. I don't want it. No, like there's That, it, to me, is completely a waste of time. If they do something different, it'll piss people off. I don't care. At least it's different. That's where I think, and honestly, that's where I think the best remakes can succeed when they approach the same material from a different angle. Uh, I don't think Maleficent is a very good movie, but at least they approached it from a different angle. I can appreciate that. At least it wasn't just Sleeping Beauty, but live action. Um, now, there are, mo there are times when I think they do walk that line really well. Cinderella, the one that nobody talks about, is a good <laughs> example of that. I think Cinderella does a great job of being pretty close to the original, but also deviating in the story enough where it felt kind of fresh. And I think that's the what they should be aiming for. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I just appreciate if they give me something different. I know it'll piss people off, and, you know, that's I always fall on that side of things where, you know, comic book fans always get mad about certain things and they yell at me because, you know, like, I, I don't care that it's different than the comic book as, as long as it works in the movie. Whereas people get all up in arms because it's like, that's not what I know from the comic books. Just it drives me insane. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm always on the side of just do what you want as long as it makes sense in the movie. Um, as long as it makes sense within itself. Yes. And that, that's that's where I fall on these remakes. It's like, if they're doing something different, I don't care. Beauty and the Beast was a little too much of the same for me. And then, like, the weird, the stuff that they did want to add to it was really strange and pointless. So, like... Also, Emma Watson can't sing. Yeah, there's... Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> uh, I, we've we've uh, slandered or attacked Emma Watson on this podcast before. I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, it's... There, there's There's problems with a lot of these movies and aladdin looks like 
I agree. It looks like they're trying to go for the same thing, but they're doing it like worse. <laughs> it's just Can it's the I same movie say, but worse. <laughs> I was having dinner with my friends yeah. in December before there was a trailer for this movie, mm-hmm. and I said they they didn't know who was playing the genie, mm-hmm. and I said, imagine like the three worst actors that you could possibly think of, the three cringiest actors. Mm-hmm. That you could possibly think of to play the genie. And Will Smith wasn't on their list. It would have been on my list. Really? Um, but when I told them it was Will Smith, they were like, oh, you had us prepared for like something really bad. And you I know, didn't they mind were the like casting choice. They were like, oh, but you know, but it, but Will Smith actually seems like he could do. And I agree that it could it had potential if mm-hmm. they'd actually kept him looking like he did on the original entertainment weekly cover. Well, people were mad about that. I was fine with it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, I, I, I guess I'm, I am getting away from my original point, um, where I was like, you know, I kind of just want to see the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean that I know that I'm really the only one who has that opinion, but <laughs> I, I also think that if you're going to remake it, you can't be tone deaf about it. Mm-hmm. Like you're kind of missing the point of what people liked about the original. Mm-hmm. Well, it was so genuine. Yeah. If you try to copy and paste the look, but you're completely changing the tone, people are going to, yeah. Anyway, I and then the trailer came out and it became a huge meme that yeah. everyone or lots of people <laughs> did not like. Yeah. And I was like, yep, I knew no, this you, was going to be You were definitely you definitely <laughs> seemed to have been right. We haven't seen the movie. It could be great. We've seen bad trailers, have I good movies have before. I have my doubts. Yes. Um I am not a fan of I've been iffy on this project from the get-go because I'm not a fan of the directing choice. <laughs> I don't think Guy Ritchie is the be- great I don't <gasps> I think he's a great choice. It was Guy Ritchie. Yeah, I don't think he's I a great I like Guy Ritchie. I like half of his like I every I movie like his style. Every one of his movies, I'm like, I kinda like portions of this, but like I don't like I never have loved like one of his movies. So I've always been kind of iffy on this project. I never have like had a problem with the casting because the only one we really know I think we know the girl who plays, it's Naomi Scott, right? Who I can't remember who's playing uh, uh, Jasmine. But um, I feel like we know her. But the only one we really know is Will Smith. So I didn't mind that casting at first. It hasn't quite worked out didn't work since for me. the trailer. As soon as I, <laughs> now, I've been wrong before yeah. when, when, as far as casting choices are concerned. I mean, my only concept of Bane when The Dark Knight Rises was in production was 1997's Batman and Robin. <laughs> so when I heard Tom Hardy was going to be playing Bane, I was like, this is the end of the world. <laughs> Chris Nolan has lost his mind. <laughs> then the movie came out and I was like, oh, actually, this is a great idea. Yeah. Um, so I've been wrong. Yeah. Um, but I'm not always wrong <laughs> and i don't feel yeah. i don't think i am wrong but yeah, in this case and, and, Brian, Brian, yeah. you're wrong you know shut up ozzy no <laughs> one <laughs> asked you um but the genie is a great example of damned if they do damned if they don't for for disney because when the entertainment weekly thing came out everyone lost their minds so they're like why isn't he blue you know, he doesn't look anything like Genie. What was the what's the point? You're ruining this character. Blah 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 blah. Everyone lost their minds. Then the trailer comes out and everyone likes he looks like a smurf. He looks like Avatar. <laughs> like he just Well, it didn't help that within like one month yeah. he had the YouTube rewind and, exactly. and he had the Aladdin I think that trailer. Plays a lot into it that too. That <laughs> definitely had something to do with it. So uh, that's uh, to me that's a perfect example of they're never going to win with some of these situations. It's just never going to happen. With everybody, no. Yeah. Uh, 
it's it's unfortunate, but you know they're just gonna have to take the L sometimes, and I think they're going to on this movie um, because it is a joke at this point. Uh, so I'm to me, and I've said I think I might have said this on the podcast before. I don't know if we talked about this trailer specifically, but everyone's talking about the genie from that trailer. The worst part about it to me was Jafar's voice. It was so terrible. Like, he literally does not sound intimidating at all. Like, at all. To me, it's like what everyone was saying about Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor, how he was, like, the worst <laughs> casting possible for the, this villain that's supposed to be intimidating. That, is, but... it, that was Jafar for me. Like, the, well, when, no, they, when he speaks, he's like, go get me the lamp. And it's like... Well, that's the thing. Is he's, well, the thing is, in the original, when he says, go get the lamp, he's... he's under an enchantment I as an old guess. man so it might not Ugh. be Jafar's actual voice maybe but it was terrible to me I don't know like it did not work he did not sound intimidating um, and that's possible maybe that's yeah. that's what they're doing in that I area I could give him the benefit of the doubt Ugh. but I haven't seen the trailer in a while so I don't yeah, know yeah uh, it did not work for me uh, and he doesn't have the really the look either I don't know but it's it's interesting to me uh, but yeah so Aladdin is its own thing to me <laughs> like it's just like a you know, that, that's going to, it just, I think they've made a lot of mistakes along the way with that movie. Um, but see, that's a troubling trend indicator. Yeah. I mean, if you have, like, we know that the next two that are coming out mm-hmm. are Aladdin, yeah. which comes out in May, and then The Lion King, which comes out over the summer. Yeah. And those are both things that we've... Well, how many have we had? Okay, we, we've had... Cinderella. Yes, yeah, Cinderella, Maleficent. Maleficent. Jungle Book? Yeah. Is that it? Are we missing one? Probably. Ozzy, are we missing one? Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Which I wasn't a fan of. Yes. Um, so they're, what, they're two for four? Uh, well, I'm saying... It's a 500 that... average. That's not, like, the worst, but it's like, is this, you know, at that point, when you're, you're four movies in and you're uh, hitting about 50%, like, like, I think it's maybe, are we... Is it time to stop, like, you know, roll it back a little bit? I don't know. Well, there's a, there's a, there's a, big, <laughs> there's a big should there. Yes. Because if they make money, there's no exactly. way. There's no way. I mean, yeah. you, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see how Dumbo is. Yeah. Uh, and Dumbo feels like it could be the most middle-of-the-road one we've had I'm yet. Not, I'm not looking forward um, to it. You know, so. The it, child acting looks pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I... Uh, yeah, so, okay, this year we have uh, Lion King, Dumbo, which we talked about those two. Aladdin. Aladdin we talked about. And that's, that's it for this year. We have had Maleficent 2 announced, which I, Why? I guess that movie made enough money to justify it, but it was a long time ago, it feels. Five years ago. I, I don't think that movie's going to do well at all, Maleficent 2. Unless they have, like, an incredible marketing campaign, I think that could be a flop for them. Um, because it's it's too little too late for me. Um, and Mulan. Mulan, I know that's in production. They've talked about a Little Mermaid movie. They've talked about, uh, what else? I'm missing something. Oh, another one that's kind of on the level of uh, Lion King for me. They've talked about a Lady and the Tramp movie. Why? Why? <laughs> I don't. That's. Why? It's very much in the same category as Lion King. Like, You're not I gonna get, make this live action. So I what are we doing? I get Disney Renaissance because yeah, there's you can still. A uh, re- Lady and the Tramp. Sorry. Oh god. <laughs> but yeah, that that's created one of my favorite things um, on the internet is people making fun of uh, Grace Randolph, who has a YouTube channel. I don't. She's a 
weird person. Uh, but she has a YouTube channel, and she basically complained because they were talking about casting uh, Tessa Thompson as Lady, um, as the voice of Lady. Just the voice, because, you know, obviously yeah. it's going to be animated. And she was like, this is an actual thing that someone on the internet said, you know, with an audience. Why are they making her black? It's changing the character. Oh, come on. Are you insane? You can't change the race of a dog. <laughs> you can't oh, change, you can't change the race of a dog. It's like, I hate people. You can't. She literally used the term, they're race bending lady. You can't race bend a dog. You idiot. <laughs> I hate people so much. So, uh, yeah, I just had to get that out. I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, so they're, they're still making these, and they have tons of these in the uh, lined up to go. And, you know, it's, it is this thing. We can complain about it all we want if you like it, but they're going to oh, still keep yeah. making them. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I'm excited for, like, Mulan, and that's essentially it. And even then, like, if they screw up the how the look of the dragon is, then maybe that doesn't even work out either. Like, ugh, oh, yeah, that's so another thing altogether. That could be a mess if they screw that up, so I don't know. Um, but Mulan, I'm looking forward to. Other than that, I mean, I'm seeing them. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. That's, is that's how it feels like. Can, I have to see them, so we sure. We can talk about it all day, but the, th- yeah. the thing is we're going to go see these movies anyway. Because they are remakes of movies that we loved, and ultimately that's how they're drawing people in. It's going, oh, look, Nostalgia. I know that property. I will go see it. And that it's working. Okay, <laughs> you know what I want? What? I want an Atlantis remake. Live that, action remake. That's like 10,000 I know they'll list. never do it. <laughs> yeah. I know they'll never do it. But listen, Disney, Disney, listen, my family's given you hundreds of thousands of dollars over the course of my entire life. We spend so much time at your theme parks. We buy almost all of your movies, except for The Good Dinosaur. That was pretty bad. But please, I'm, I'm begging of you. Please, I just want an Atlantis remake. Matthew Gray Goobler as Milo Thatch. Come on. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, that's a good casting. I like that. I like that choice. But Come yeah, um, that's fair. There, there are so many movies that are like late 90s, early 2000s. Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet would be great. Yeah, so there's so many that like it's not, in that, it's, not, it's not in the correct era, but I feel like we might hit, a, hit the stride where we're like we, they run out of options for those later ones and maybe they start moving in that direction, but I, I, I don't know. I know it'll never happen, Probably but not. in my heart of hearts. Yeah. I, that's like, I want it so badly. Yeah. All right. Ozzy, do you have any closing thoughts on this subject before we move on to Avenger stuff? Nope. All right. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ozzy, uh, we're going to let you talk a lot for the Avengers uh, because we've kind of taken over and I apologize. Uh, And I know you do have a lot of thoughts on Avengers stuff. So uh, we're going to get into... um, do we want to start with the trailer or do we want to start with the, the runtime? Because the runtime is a pretty big story as well. Uh, we can start with the, uh, with the runtime. All right. So big news. If you did not know, you probably know at this point. But if you didn't, Avengers Endgame is going to be a three-hour and two-minute long movie. Um, I know that I'm generally the person who is all in for long movies. And I am. I like this choice. I like that a big studio is making and is actually doing a three-hour movie. Like, that's awesome. It doesn't happen very often. Um, I, I really appreciate that. I, what I think is going to happen here is that both of you guys are definitely on board. And normally, I know Brianna especially hates mm, long movies. I do. Uh, but Ozzy, I don't know exactly your opinion. 
Are you all in on this three-hour runtime? No, I think it should be four hours, honestly. I mean, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I mean... You're insane. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I think it should be four hours. And why... Like, why... Why three hours and two minutes? Like, I... <laughs> this is, like, I this is ridiculous. Come on. It was ridiculous. I mean, listen, I'm happy that it's at least three hours. <laughs> But, I mean, why tease me with just two minutes of extra time? Like, come on. <laughs> You'd rather be an even three than three hours? That's just, like... I don't care I if it's like, three hours, two be... minutes, and 45 seconds, and <laughs> three-tenths of a second. <laughs> just, at, like, at this point, you might as well just make it, like, three hours and a half. Like, it's <laughs> That two minutes? <laughs> yeah! You want to round it up to three and a half hours because of those two Brianna, minutes? Brianna, 120 Brianna, seconds? Possibly get to see your villainous boyfriend for an additional 30 minutes on screen. Oh like, you're, like, you have no reason to complain. Oh, right I'm now. not complaining. I just like to make you squirm. <laughs> um, I would sit in okay. a theater for 12 hours. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I really don't care. I'm I mean, I mean, well I mean, aware I'm in the room or I'm talking to two of like, the biggest Avengers Marvel mm -hmm. fans I know. So, you know, if I was looking for anybody to criticize this choice, I'm in the wrong, yeah. I'm having the wrong discussion. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I mean, I'm fine with it, you know? Yeah. I think it was a little bit of, like I said, a tease with two minutes because I was a little bit longer. Okay. But, you know. Uh. Um, I'm happy with it. It's when we when we have our big Game of Thrones preview, Ozzy, uh, I definitely, I think we should have a debate about the run times of these episodes because I have changed my tune. I will say that. Um, that being said, uh, <laughs> that being said, I have not changed my tune. I know that's why I think that that could work. But yeah, so with the Avengers runtime though, one of the, the only thing that pisses me off about it, the only thing, is now that I have now I have to listen to these people going. Well, they better have they better have an intermission because I can't hold my pee. It's like I literally heard that. Like they, I hope they have an intermission. I hope they have an intermission. Three hours is a long time. Don't drink too much soda. It's like, oh my gosh, guys, there used to be four hour movies. We can handle three hours, please. Shut up. On the job for at least four hours, or they sit down watching TV for at least three to four hours. Yeah. So I don't understand. Oh no, I get up to pee probably every twenty five minutes. Not during a movie. Brianna, that's because you drink too much fluid. Shut up. They should put something before but the movie that says drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. Exactly. That's drink good. responsibly. Like I wouldn't. I would honestly just tell every theater, listen, for my movie, just don't promote Coca Cola right now. Yeah. They need them to sit in the movie theater the entire time. They should put up signs. Yeah. That say, just so you know. Endgame is three hours long. They they probably I on, I honestly think some theaters will, um, just because it's not something that's common. And that's okay. There's two reasons that I actually think that this is a significant thing to talk about, other than you know the fact that you know everyone wants this movie to be super long anyway, so they did it. Number one, I really think that they came to this decision completely naturally. This wasn't a thing of like, look, they're wanting it to be super long, so let's make it super long. I believe wholeheartedly that they tried as hard as they could to cut this movie down to below three hours. Probably. They probably tried as hard as they could to get this thing to two and a half, and they couldn't do it. That is how you come to this decision. It is, do not force this, and I don't think they forced it. I honestly believe that they tried to make this movie shorter, and this was the correct length for this movie, and good on them. They made a choice to make this movie the correct length. That, at the end of the day, like, as much as I appreciate long movies, if you 
make your movie long for the sake of being long, it's going to drag and be boring. If you make your movie short because you want it, we want it to hit a certain time, it's going to feel rushed or, you know, or maybe like you have, you're not even at the feature length mark and you're just like, man, we got to get this to a feature. So they just add 20 minutes for nothing, you know, then it's going to drag again. So your story should be as long as it needs to be. And I think I, I actually believe that they did that for this and that's impressive and it's good for Marvel. The other side is good for them for not cutting it unnecessarily because I know that this is something that people don't talk about, and it's something that a lot of people don't think about. But they were probably under a lot of pressure from theaters, even. And definitely from the studio side of things, because studios have to deal with theaters. But from theaters to make this movie shorter. Because a lot of pe people don't think about the fact that the longer the movie, the less times they can fit in during the day. Yeah. That's, that's a fact. That's why theaters like... And that, that's why theaters like shorter movies, number one. And that's why... A lot of movies have become shorter these days. Number one, uh, attention span. I think that's a lot of people just don't have the patience for long movies anymore. That's fair. But a, a lot of the times it's just because they know they can make more money with shorter movies because the more, the shorter the movie, the more times that the theater can play that movie during the day. So the more ticket revenue they get. And good for Marvel for saying, this is how long the movie has to be. I, I'm sorry, theaters, that you're not going to make as much money. But it is what it is. We have to make this movie. People, these theaters are going to make... They're going to make plenty of money. They're going to make plenty of money. I mean, they're, I, mean I know I'm going to see it at least four times. <laughs> Look, I know. Yeah. Um, so I'm not saying they're not going to make money, but it's certainly... That is a factor. Oh, yeah. It's always a factor when it comes to runtime of movies because even 30 extra minutes, that's, you know, that's a showing less a day. That's, that's significant. Oh, yeah. That's significant. Oh, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I, I think it is definitely, like, it's a very, it's well worth talking about this move uh, to make it three hours. I, I honestly believe that. Not just because it's the MCU, because it's a big studio that's willing to do that. Um, and it's an interesting choice. Um, I don't know what that means, though. What? This movie is going to be exhausting. Probably, yeah. <laughs> like, not just because you have to sit there for three hours and probably three and a half hours when it comes to trailers. Yeah. But also because if that's as short as they could get it, this movie's gonna be dense. This yeah. movie's gonna be thick with two C's. <laughs> and that's, uh, it's gonna be like, if you're invested in this story, mm -hmm. especially after 10 years, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be an experience. Yeah. Which I'm looking forward to, but it, it also just means get a good night's sleep <laughs> beforehand. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's dive into uh, this trailer. Do you wanna talk about this trailer, Brianna? No. No? All right. So we can let Brianna check out because she has not seen it, and I understand. She just She's going to see the movie. Why, why see the trailer? Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, so, Brianna, thank you for joining us. Um, we will be sure to have you back uh, at some point. I don't know if you'll be on for Dumbo because I know Noah wants to be on, but we'll figure it out. I'm sure you'll be on at some point. Uh, thank you for joining us. You have anything to sign out with? You have any socials to plug? No, no don't ask me that. <laughs> I was almost I not going to ask you, but I asked you anyway. Every damn time. You don't have to plug it. It's fine. Um, <laughs> they can find you. Yeah, if you'll, if you'll find me. It's you really critique want to. law. Shut up, Ozzy. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> thank you for joining us, Brianna. Um, we will continue on. We'll soldier on without you. All right, so let's talk about this trailer. Now, Ozzy, I'm going to be honest with you. Before, before I'm, I'm going to let you run loose here. But before I let you do that, 
Uh, I've seen this trailer one and a half times. I've seen this trailer once when it came out. And I saw this trailer, like, I saw half of it in the theater because I was coming in and it was playing on. Or it was playing on the screen. Um, I, I'm excited for this movie, don't get me wrong. But I think you ha- you put it excellently the other day. I don't know if you said this on the podcast or not. But I think you did say it on the podcast. Game of Thrones is my Avengers right now. Like, I am, I am consuming so much Game of Thrones content, it's not even funny. Dude, you have no idea. Like, it's just, I, that's where my attention is. And that's, I think that's just partially a symptom of the fact that they're coming out in the same month. Game of Thrones is in two weeks now. Uh, a little more than two weeks. Um, so that's kind of where all of my attention is. So I, I'm just, like, not as hype as everyone seems to, everyone else is for this movie. So I haven't analyzed this trailer so much. But, um... I know you have, and I know <laughs> you're all in on this trailer and this movie, so uh, break it down for us. I just don't understand why you can't be equally hyped for both. I, I don't know. It's just... It's just not fair. Look, I, I, it's not a conscious what choice. Why does Daenerys deserve more attention it, than... The, the weird thing is, like, this is going to sound super cheesy, but I, I can't... I don't have any other way to describe it. The heart wants what the heart wants, man. Like, like, you know, when I'm sitting down, like I'm, I get home from work or I'm in between jobs, right? Because I like, I have like two hours of lunch before I go to the next job after my first one in the morning, right? You know, when I'm sitting there, what am I gonna do? Am I gonna like pop in, you know, Black Panther or one of the event or Infinity War or you know, watch scenes from those movies, or am I finding myself like? Looking up on YouTube, like, season seven of Game of Thrones scenes. I'm looking up season seven scenes, man. I don't know what it is. That's just where am I, I mean, I'm doing, where I'm yeah, drawn. I'm doing, I mean, I'm doing both, man. I'm I know. I know. I'm not, and I'm not it's saying, not I'm not saying you just don't, you're not appreciating <laughs> Game of Thrones. I'm just saying, like, to me, that's, it's taking up my whole world right now. I, like, I'm I think, sorry. I think I have, like, a, I think I have, like, a set schedule. I think Mondays and Tuesdays, I think, I think I have it, I think I'm doing, like, Tuesdays and Thursdays and Saturdays. Game of Thrones, then Monday, Wednesdays, and, and Fridays. <laughs> so you're splitting up the kids, and I'm just ignoring one Pretty of them much. for the other. <laughs> Pretty much, and then you know Sunday, you know we kind of, you know we kind of come back, you know we come together, and uh, you know. <laughs> so yeah, I, look, I, I, there's no other way for me to describe it, man. And, and honestly, I think what might happen is when Game of Thrones starts, it might scratch that itch for me, and then maybe I can start like giving to, up some time. Be, to, in your in your defense, though, I mean, we haven't had Game of Thrones. In like exactly, I think that's part so, of it too. I, mean, I think that's part I mean, of it too. It's been a while. Like I've been itching for it. I'm like, oh god, like where? Like, <laughs> like oh. <laughs> but um, which we do need to talk about the trailer. Which we will talk about the trailer. I guess we'll talk about it Sunday. But um, um, Avengers Endgame trailer. I think it's the final trailer that they're gonna release. Yes, probably. and honestly, I love this trailer, man. It was super dope. It's kind of just reminiscing, you know, the first Iron Man, the first Captain America, just you know, reminiscing the 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 past of the uh, of the MCU, just starting off with those three initial characters: Captain America, Thor, um, and Iron Man. So it was just pretty cool. And then, you know, just seeing just seeing how they kind of filmed everything yeah. in black and white, like re- retouched it with black and white. And then just with the red scenery, mm-hmm. like with things specifically being red, which I'm interested to see as to why that, why that yeah, was. Yeah, why red? Which, it's interesting. Yeah, it was an interesting touch, but uh, it was, um, it, it's really awesome just to kind of see, 
where they are now and just to see how defeated they are. Um, I mean, and, and for me, it's, I was super hyped for this movie, uh, super hyped for this trailer, and I love this trailer. It just really sets the tone for what I'm expecting in this movie, and it's got a very, um, for me, it's going to be an intense, emotional, um, action-packed ride, I believe. And, you know, just seeing all these characters come together, I mean, this is the original Avengers cast, and we haven't had this since... You know, Age of Ultron, <laughs> <laughs> and you know we're we're getting it, and it's it's gonna be it's it's gonna be sight to see. And and one of the things I'm hyped for is Tessa Thompson. Her character is gonna be in Avengers Endgame, but she was one she was my one of my favorite characters in Thor Ragnarok. Um, but as far as this trailer goes, I mean, it's it it, it just really shapes up the emotional tone. Um, I wonder. I mean, to me, it seems that, you know, Scarlett Johansson is, is you know, her Black, black Widow is really going to be um, not romantically involved with Hawkeye, but it, it, they're going to have a lot more chemistry, I believe, than we've ever seen them before on screen. Just due to the fact that, I mean, Clint has lost his family. I can, you know, I believe that she was crying when she did see him. Um, and she does seem to really open up in, in the scenes that I did see. Uh, in the trailer. I don't know if you noticed that as well. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be also very intense. I'm really wondering what that chemistry is going to be for Steve and Tony after they seen, you know, after they saw each other for so long, um, just due to the fact that we did get a scene where they were all walking out somewhere with these new Avengers suits. Mm -hmm. So wondering how they're going to really accommodate and very, you know, what you know what what happened back in civil war down the hatchet and just say all right like let's let's focus and let's get this done to where they need to go ahead and and and, and avenge the fallen you know what the po from what the posters say um so i mean it's 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 a lot and and you know with the cut scene that we got with, with the end credit scene of uh, mm -hmm. of captain marvel everyone's um, shipping them now everyone <laughs> It took one scene of them just being stand, just standing next to each other, and everyone's like, "Oh, ship it!" It's like, "Jeez." Well, it's funny because I mean, she's she's I mean, Kevin Feige just Kevin Feige just just you know confirmed that she's the strongest superhero, I believe, in the MCU. But Thor has the most powerful weapon in the mm -hmm. MCU, so it's very interesting, kind of, just to see those two kind of coincide together. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I I ship them into the and stuff. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't. I gotta, I gotta see the chemistry that he has with Carol Danvers. But for me, it's still Tessa Thompson, which I'm still interested to see how her role uh, is gonna play out in this movie since she yeah. wasn't in Infinity War. Um, and where's Korg? Why don't we get a picture of, uh, like a picture <laughs> of Korg? Yeah. Um, but um, but no, man. I mean, it, it's it's it seems to be. I mean, and what I was telling you know what I was telling Brianna before we even got on is that it was mostly generally some of the same footage that we got um just these characters kind of being down yeah. and, and just trying to bring each other up just to search uh and and, and avenge these these um avenge the 50 percent of life that was lost on uh on earth um and it just seems like it's an impossible task but they're going to do whatever they can to do that an article that i was reading um i think it was a youtube video that i was watching i don't know but this is the first time the avengers are actually going to do 
what their name uh, is. Yeah. They're called the Avengers. Yeah. And in this movie, they're actually going to do that. They're actually going to avenge um, <laughs> yeah. some of their friends and, and loved ones. So I think it's very interesting how we got a movie that's about them avenging yeah. um, something. And it's like the that. one to and, close and, this chapter. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Exactly. I, th- I think it's poetic in that sense. Um, yeah, things I liked about the trailer, I like the tone of it. I think that um, this... You know, we, we've had consequences in movies before. I think the closest, you know, you can say what you will about the quality of the movie, but the closest we've gotten to this kind of tone is like Iron Man 3. Again, you can say what you will about the quality, but that's the closest we've ever gotten to a tone where there's actual legitimate, like, serious consequences from the events of a previous movie. Um, I, I think that, that that is coming across really well. They really want to hit that point that, like, this, they've got... This messed them up, and they've got to take care of things now. Like, they're going to go take care of business. And I think that that's coming across really well. I like the fact that we're not seeing too much here. Um, that, you know, I don't trust them. I'm going to avoid TV spots as much as I can because TV spots are where problems arise a lot of the times. Um, especially as we get closer to the movie, they start to doubt themselves a little bit too much, and they go, all right, well, let's show them this. And then it's like, yeah, but uh, I mean, I, I mean, even so with, I I'm, I'm nervous the, about TV spots, but I'm going to yeah, try to avoid them as the, much as possible. Yeah, but even with the, some of the ones that they've even released, I, I think I've only yes. seen like one or two of them. So far, it's they're not, fine. It's still, yeah, it's generally just a different line, but it's still basically maybe yeah. like 1% like new footage. So no, it's still I agree. generally, I mean, they're doing, surprisingly, they're doing a really great Agreed. job, a really marketing this movie i think this is the best movie that they've actually marketed with so much secrecy around it yeah so i mean it's really cool that they're doing that in, in this aspect yeah um and they have to yeah no definitely <laughs> so it's, it's i like how they're how they're keeping everything so yeah. hush and everything's basically getting shown from the first act of the film but yeah. i mean i'm i'm i mean these posters pretty much confirmed that you know shuri died yeah <laughs> so you know it's unfortunate that she passed away during the snap um what do you think is gonna do what would you how'd you feel about that because people were saying that she was alive Uh, you know it's it's an interesting way to confirm that i'm sure they will confirm it in the movie as well but um yeah i i I do enjoy the post as far as character posters go this is a cool way to do it like to have like you know one set of posters for the people who have died and one set of posters for the people who are still alive i think that's you know character posters aren't always the most interesting thing in the world you know, so this is a cool way to get it talked about, and it's become like a basically a meme filter on the internet now. Like people are doing it for like Game of Thrones characters, and it's hilarious. And you know, like people are like <laughs> doing random characters like throughout just all of pop culture. Like it's just it's really funny. Uh, I I think it's you know Twitter is a great place right now for that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, there there's a lot of cool aspects to um, all of this, and then. You know, the last thing that I will say in regards to this movie um, is I am just super hopeful. And we never got to do a spoiler review for Captain Marvel. And, you know, I'm sorry about that, but it is what it is. We just kind of ran out of time. Um, But I am very hopeful that this movie kind of shuts people up about her. I I hope she has, like, a lot to do in this movie. And that she is like, you know, as much as I completely disagree with the idiots who are saying she, you know, showed no emotion and blah, 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 blah. I hate that. That's dumb and not true at all. But I hope she continues to prove that 
you know, misconception wrong. So exactly, and 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 even I mean, even with just her character, I feel like there's still a lot of room for improvement. Oh, definitely, she's going to get a trilogy. So I mean, she, you know, I, I'm pretty sure we're going to see her full depth of range. I didn't necessarily, and, and I'm not going to go too deep in that. I didn't love it, but I do see where they can go with her. Yeah. Um, and I do see potential for that particular character. Cause she, I love seeing her visually. You know, her powers yeah. are pretty freaking cool. So I mean, you want you know the sad but true part about this whole thing. What there is a there is a portion of this fan base who this will be their actual first experience with this character, just because they were quote unquote boycotting the movie. That's sad, which but it's is true. really stupid. Yeah, which is really stupid. Um, but <laughs> That's I mean, hilarious to me. It's like I mean, it's so stupid, but it's, I mean, it's really she, dumb. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, she she's pretty cool, and, and and I mean, again, she she did a really good job in her oh, yeah. film. But I mean, I feel like the Russo brothers, because I at this point I just trust them. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much oh, every yeah. character. Fair enough. I feel like I feel that like we're gonna see her shine a bit more in this movie than we did in the last. Oh yeah. Um, so I mean, I, I'm pretty excited to see how the Russo brothers really hone this character mm-hmm. and really make her unique in her own in her own light. Um, and, and see how she also interacts with the other Avengers. Like, how are they all going to react to this pretty much like this overpowered <laughs> person uh, in the room and, and see what she brings to the table? I mean, I mean, she's another captain, so I also wonder what she feels, <laughs> you know, how Captain America and Captain Marvel uh, are also going to um, Marvel, should yeah. I say. Um, Which they I'm never call her that in the movie, so I'm curious to see what they call her in this movie, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much interested to see that too. But yeah. I mean, it's it's. I'm I'm definitely interested to see how they're all going to react to her. I already saw Thor's reaction, so um, you know he does like that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's it's. I'm I'm super excited to see how some of these characters are going to interact with one another. I mean, I'm also excited to see Ant Man hang out with Thor. And how are you enjoying <laughs> how are you enjoying that meme about Ant Man? It's pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> Everyone, but I mean, Ant-Man's gonna win this. One. Ant-Man's gonna win the movie. Just <laughs> so stupid. People are so disgusting. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, do you have anything else about this trailer before we close it out? No, that's pretty much it for me. All right. Uh, yeah. Um, I I'm just gonna ask you one question before we before we leave, and I, I we if. If maybe this could be a topic of full-on discussion, but I'm just going to ask you this question. Give me your answer and maybe, like, one sentence at most of explanation. All right? Okay. Mm-hmm. If, if you could only watch one, season eight of Game of Thrones or Avengers Endgame, which one are you choosing? Damn, Carlos. No, I can't. I can't answer that. Come on. I can't do it. I can't. I <laughs> just can't. answer it. Gut, can't. Gut, no, gut reaction. Let your heart I answer. I don't... My gut reaction is both. I can't. <laughs> Come on. I love my children equally. Like, I can't. I'm not you. <laughs> I mean, you know my answer. And, uh, I already yeah. know your answer. Yeah, it's, it's Game of Thrones. Yeah, but I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I, you know I, I, whose I fault love, that is? I whose fault this question is? Dakota. Dakota tagged me in something that was asking that question. And I literally just, you know, without thinking, just said Game of Thrones. And my only reasoning as to why other than of course that you know that's where my heart belongs for some reason is you're you're not gonna like this but uh i can guess 
I would think pretty accurately, for the most part, how Avengers is going to end. I have absolutely no idea how Game of Thrones is going to end. I wouldn't even try to guess. That, yeah, that, I mean, that's my I mean, reason. can, I mean, you can have a pretty good idea, but it doesn't mean you're gonna be uh, right. No, I'm I, and even, look, I'm I mean, looking forward to both the, of them too. Okay, I <laughs> like, mean, even with the that's, footage, that's my only logic. Yeah, the directors even confirmed that some of the footage in in the trailer was actually fake footage. Yeah, that's never that wasn't even in the movie. Yeah. It's not in the final cut of the movie. Yeah. So, I mean... No, I, and look, I, I, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying I'd be 100% right, but, look, I, you know, th- this is Marvel. Come on. Like, I think we know, like, that it's going to be not... It's not going to be a dour ending, okay? Um, but... I mean, it might, because we're... I mean... I doubt we're not gonna it. See two char- I mean, we're not going to see two of our characters again, possibly. Yeah. So, I mean, it might, but, I mean, we'll see. Well, There's a bunch of theories possible. about Game of Thrones, too, just... Just as much as there is about uh, no, I I know I know, game. and you know I mean even I'm even I'm like speculating it's like ah oh, man this one makes so much sense yeah, the other one so yeah. sense. we're gonna have I, a Game I of Thrones preview where, to get into all that but yeah I get where you're coming from though oh yeah all right uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up for us I know this has been a bit of a lengthy episode but we we've been gone a while so we had to catch up and there was a lot to talk about um, and I think we had a pretty interesting discussion so hopefully you enjoyed that um, yeah Ozzy do you want to sign us out. Yeah, uh, where can people find you on social media? All right, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cheery456. Make sure you follow us all over social media, all at ScreenFalls. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube channel, and the website. Chucky's doing great stuff over there. I know I don't share it on the socials as much as I should, Chucky. You know, at this point, honestly, I might just give you the password to our social media so you can post (laughs) when your articles are up (laughs) because I'm so bad about it. I'm sorry. I might just give it to uh, to to my girlfriend too, so that she can post it too. Yeah. She's pretty good at social media. Well, then maybe we should have her be our manager because, like, it's so I hate it so much, dude. I hate the social media aspect of it, but we have to do it. Uh. I will definitely have a conversation with her about it. But you guys can find me on Twitter at Castro Ozzy, and also if you guys have any recommendations, please feel free to email me at ozzy.caster at screenfellows.com. Guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and, Over- and Overcast. Please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Guys, this is the first.